0: This is a parental guidance moment.
1: The sultry tunes of Dr. Dre mm-hmm. means one thing, baby. We are back. Taylor Coftry, how What's- are you, lad?
0: I'm good mate, how are you? Thanks for having me on
1: Any time mate? First uh, dip in Stockton Beach
0: before? Yeah dude, it was actually very nice One to remember? Yeah it was nice dude, some some dude was having a dart Just in the water Just in the darts. water dude, just holding it up in the air, puffing, smoking durries in the border That's actually what life is about I think
1: And I thought I was the king of Stockton No, This that guy, guy here, he's fucking living his dream Yeah um, Mate, you know the drill, you know what we like to do on the pod Mmm <laughs> Holy shit. That one's just fucking cum it everywhere.
0: Ooh.
1: Oh, yeah. Mine did too. Couple of boys. All right. This week on the pod, we have Naughty Corner Hazy IPA. It's a 7.1 standard drink. Uh, this is by New England Brewing Co. And uh, what they've said is, what's that? The Naughty Hop in the Naughty Corner by our mate, Cade Valger, he loves hops. He is a good hazy, loves a good hazy just like us. We've got Citra and Galaxy doing some heavy lifting with a sideshow of mushy tropical fruits from the German Calista. Let's fucking get into this, lad. Congratulations, sir. Newcastle's Newcastle's newest prince. Let's see how this thing goes down. Jab hair on your chest.
0: Dude, that's nice.
1: Because you might have a bit after this. That is nice, it's man. Fucking decent. Oh, mate. Dude, I need to... Uh, you missed the good night at the comedy club. I did, I did. On I a did. fucking Tuesday night, bruh. So, thankfully, I wasn't hosting this week. Thankfully, <laughs> I didn't bomb my dick off either. Nice. Good. It was fucking sick. So, there's was probably about 80 people. Oh, wow. Fuck. And just one of those crowds that was just moist. They were on. They were just ready to go. They were there for laughs. It's what, like... It's weird how sometimes you get crowds that are just like hostages.
0: Yeah, they are. And you're like, you look at them and you're like, why Why did you come here? Yeah. Because you're obviously not here to have a good time. Like you're here ruining it for everyone. And there's a sign out the front that quite clearly
1: states Newcastle Comedy Club. So it's like, what the fuck did you read? What, what was happening in your fucking brain when you strolled on in? So yeah. it was good to have them there. Bro, there was this white chick with dreadlocks. Already a good start. Always a good start. She was cool. She was having a good time. She was getting into the axe. She was loving it. Mm-hmm. And when I saw her, I was just like, oh, like I've just got to fucking rip on this chick when I get up there. Yeah, you do. So I got up there and uh, was just like, oh, shit, there's a white girl with dreadlocks. And she just goes, oh, here we go.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she knew what was coming. And I was just like, you look like the type of person that's scared of additives in milk. And I was just like, you also look like the same person that takes LSD at bushtoofs on the weekend. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she loved it. She came up after the show and was having a good chat, her and her friends. So glad that uh, even with her dreadlocks, she had a little bit of
0: a sense of humour. So, Which is good, man, because not every chick with white dreadlocks is like that. Yeah, dude. Like For someone who's supposed to be so carefree and easygoing, they're very uptight. They have a lot of things that they care about. Absolutely, dude. They're very passionate. They're, they're almost the most uncarefree people yeah that you could possibly meet
1: and what is it like with like some of those hippie chicks it's just like and i hate to use this word it's a total vibe and you're like yeah you're a fucking mad cunt Mm -hmm. and then others it's like a total front that they're trying to be that carefree person but like you
0: said they're just really fucking uptight they've got like hairy armpits and shit yeah yeah no no matter what they're Political view is they all have dirty feet.
1: Yeah, dude, they always have. They always have the feet. dirtiest feet, dude. <laughs> like,
0: in fact, I know you're a man who's a
1: who's a fan of feet. Dude, I like a bit of feet, mate. And it's just like, what greater turnoff could there be for you than a, and then dirty hoof?
0: Oh, it's the worst, dude. It's the way when they're all blistered up and the bottom of them is like a different tone to their the rest of their skin. Yeah, it's like it's like hardened leather. They've got a little hobbit foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? Can't sort that the fuck out. Take like that men walking barefoot for their whole lives, and they're all calloused up underneath and stuff. Yeah, dude. Like it's the bottom of their foot feels like their kneecap.
1: Yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like an elephant's foot. You know how like elephants
0: have those. Yeah, like, yeah, fucking yeah, Danky tough feet. It looks like um, you know, in deserts, how it when like some deserts they used to be like a body of water, and they all dried up, and all the the sand like cracks up into like little pieces. Yeah. That's know, like what the bottom exactly. of their feet yeah, looks like. It's like,
1: like. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a, where a river used to flow in Africa. Yeah. It's now just a dry swamp. And you can hear like David Attenborough talking about how there's all these animals that still come there to get water and they get there and they're just heartbroken. There's no water. Yep. That's exactly what That's it's what like happens
0: when every dude who's into feet sleeps with a chick with white dreadlocks. Yeah. It's just. They come to get water, mate, and it's not there anymore. And they just, <laughs> and they just perish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just devastated, just looking out, what at what used to be. Oh man! Speaking of uh, of of fucking crazy women, did you see that chick on uh, on TikTok that's had eleven kids to eight different dads? Yeah, I
0: have seen that dude. What the hell? What what the heck? An actual
1: cum dumpster. But I love her reasoning. Is she was just like, yeah, look, if you have one baby daddy, and one baby daddy just decides that he's just not going to pay child support then you've got no child support. She's like, if I've got eight and three of them decide that they don't want to pay child support, then I've got another five.
0: Honestly, it's flawless logic. It is. a, It's such good it's logic. It's flawless logic. For yeah. someone who didn't finish school, it's pretty good logic.
1: It's it's some of the finest logic that I probably have seen from a dog brain.
0: Oh, yeah. What do you reckon the kids' names are? Like, how many, how many variations of, like... It, Aiden is there Yeah the Jaden Zayden, Baden Brayden Brayden
1: Yeah that'd all, It'd all be that Because like Caden if, if Yeah oh, Caden Caden <laughs> If you haven't seen this chick She's she's a white girl But she's from I think uh, oh. I was going to say Memphis But I don't think that's right Milwaukee possibly Somewhere with an M in, Oh yeah She got that Missouri su- She got that southern draw Nah it's not, Oh not, yeah not, And like she, She's like one of those chicks Who talks Talks black
0: She's from Montgomery, yeah, Alabama. She, she like that's where she's from.
1: Hey, y'all, we are gonna explain it to y'all one time, okay? Why well, I got eight different baby daddies? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then her at the end, she's like, "Uh, yeah, duh. duh." Like, as in, like, as if you wouldn't do this. Like, you're stupid if you don't have eleven kids to eight different dates.
1: And, and like, she, what did she say? She wants to have nineteen more, so she can have thirty kids. Yeah, that fucking Jesus Christ! That is that's too many. Yeah.
0: Like three is enough. Because I'm... It's like there definitely is people who should take abortion very seriously. And she's one of them. Yeah, she should. Like of all the people that are pro-life, I wouldn't... Like she shouldn't be allowed in the club.
1: Dude, and like I was saying earlier, like if you have 30 kids... They're just going to be bungee jumping out of your minge on the way out, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just holding on to the umbilical cord, wrap it around the ankles and just fucking... They're sh- going to be falling out before
0: they're ready and you have to look at them and be like, "Ah, oh, it's not done, put, yeah, it, back put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you check your toast and you're like, no, nah, yeah.
1: it's not, not quite ready, put it back in.
0: You know when you're baking potatoes and you keep checking them every now and then? You yeah. pull them out and you have one bite and you're like, oh, I don't think these are done, you want yeah, to like, put them it back in? still a bit
1: starchy, throw them back in. Yep, that's yeah. what they're going to have to do with their kids, man. What a fucking absolute piss wreck. So uh, what else is going on for the weekend, lad?
0: Uh, Nothing much, man. I just signed my lease yesterday. Fucking, I'm going to be living in fucking Meriwether, mate, a couple of streets away from the beach, man. I'm absolutely fucking stoked on it.
1: You're going to be near the Prince of Merriweather. That's going to be your local.
0: That's going to be my local, man. That is going to be my local. I can kick a footy at it from my fucking front door.
1: I think that needs to be the newer nickname that that you just adopt. And you're just like, fucking, I am the Prince of Meriwether, dude. I I think
0: I might be the Prince of Meriwether,
1: dude. Yeah, we need to dress you up, get you a crown, get you out to Epstein's Island, just doing real Prince behaviour, you know? Yeah, absolutely, dude. I'm actually very stoked. Go to Halloween parties dressed up in Nazi costumes. Yeah. Just full. Very funny. Just full Prince behaviour. Yeah. Maybe Maybe you should start, like, maybe your intro music when you get up needs to be, like, Purple Rain by Prince. Dude, yeah, dude, I like that. I like <laughs> just, that a lot, dude. Just but just the part where it just gets real epic and it's like, purple rain,
0: and, like, everyone's just fucking going off like a Jewish foreskin. No, I like that one It's like, we're going to party like it's 1999. Dude.
1: How fun- <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be me, dude. How funny is, like, how Prince looks like he is, like, dressed in drag in a Mumbai fucking Bollywood production, but just a sex symbol.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very funny, dude, because he's literally, like, three foot. Yeah. He's, like, he's a small dude, but apparently he had that dang on him, dude. He apparently had that dang on him, dude. Oh, he, him, oh, dude. he grows a
1: moustache like you,
0: like... It was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just very, he grows, like, a very thin pedo mask. Yeah, just a few little whiskers. He it looks t- like that fucking... He grows a moustache like that, Um, like, Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's actually Prince in his final form. Dude, isn't
1: it funny that like how like men can just have like one extraordinary talent and then they're just all of a sudden the sex symbol?
0: Yeah. Because honestly, I don't think the bar is that high. You know, like I think if you can just you can play four chords on the guitar and you dress a kind of feminine, chicks are like, God damn. Yeah, that's like Harry Styles is dressing up like a fucking Little Yeah he's wearing dresses and shit And just being fucking gay And he's being in movies and stuff But he does suck Yeah like He's a bit of a hot boy But like I yeah. mean that like bo- yeah. Boy He looks like a boy He is a young hot boy Yeah But like please. But not now dude He's fucking old now Yeah I know he is old. He's older than me Is he? Yeah How old is he? He's like uh, Nearly 30 I think he's like 30 Too old to be wearing dresses Absolutely dude
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I know that he's trying to go with the Mick Jagger kind of different vibe.
0: He's going. He's trying to go Mick Jagger mixed with Dave Bowie. Yeah, trying to go the Jagger Bowie, mate. He's trying to. He's mixing them together to become like this one ultimate fag.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like if he got if his mum got David Bowie's nut milk in a cup, and who was the other cup that you just said? Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger's nut milk in a cup, and they mixed that cup up, and she just finger blasted her moot. That would be the best. She got like one down. of those
0: big you know how you put like um icing in one of those big squeezy things? Yeah. <laughs> she put she put you got them to both just jack off into that and then pfft, just squeeze it up just, and min, dude. Just
1: sat on it and just went <laughs> and just <fucking> like <laughs> sque- squeeze it in there. <laughs> and what we've been left with is fucking Harry Styles. Is Styles his actual last name? Yeah. He oh, you, dude. honestly,
0: dude, he's a talented man. That's a bit of a that is a bit of a, like a movie star name. Yeah, it's very it's sw- as soon as he was on X Factor, and sang a little bit, and he was like, my name is Harry Styles, Simon Cowell was like... He pretty much came in his pants on the spot and was like, I'm going to make so much fucking money out yeah, of this he, cunt. Yeah, he just
1: is like, I'm going to exploit the living shit out of this camp."
0: Dude, is Simon Cowell actually the man? Oh, dude. I think he's the man. I think he's the bro. I, I, every judging panel like that on those
1: shows needs to have a cranky wanker, and mm-hmm. he plays the cranky wanker quite well.
0: But he fucking... Mate, his resume speaks for itself. Absolutely, dude. The amount of absolute talent that he has seen and been just seen dollar signs out of, and also apparently he's also got that dang Oh, he got that apparently thing. Apparently he's well? got that fucking thing, dude. Fuck, because he's single, dude. Well, he that- has just been absolutely destroying pussy for like three decades. Isn't that sick as hell?
1: Oh, dude, you got to take your hat off to him. Like maybe he gets lonely every now and then, but really, are you lonely if you're just running through tens?
0: And wasn't he also a judge on, like, the first Australian, the first few seasons of Australian Idol?
1: No, I think you're thinking of, like, Ian Dicko Dixon.
0: I am thinking of Dicko. Who is, like... Because it was Dicko, Kyle Sandilands, Mark Holden, and Marsha Hines.
1: Yeah, I was going to say Marsha was in there. Dude, and... Uh, yeah, he was on the American one was with Kyle? Randy Jackson and Paula Abdul, dude. Was Ki- was Abdul. Was Kyle Sandilands an Australian Idol judge? Yeah. I thought he was always just a radio wank. Well, he is both. He's
0: pretty- he was a radio wank that got gigs doing it. Yeah. He's a funny cunt as well, man. And now they've got like, I don't know, like Rita Ori or something like fucking doing <laughs> it. And it's just like, who Dude, the fuck is that? What a
1: flop one of those shows must be. I'll tell you what I always liked about those shows. When cunts just rock up and they, they commit to the bit, they wait outside for like 12 hours just to go in there and just do the worst performance and just double down that they're stars in the making and that they can't see their true talent. Do you remember
0: in the mid 2000s, they did this thing. I think it was like Australian Idol Unforgettables. And it was just all of the worst auditions got invited back to do this one big show where it was just the most horrendous people performing this absolutely crazy one-off show. And it was absolutely just, most of the time, it was just exploiting retarded people.
1: Yeah. Dude, that that is such a good concept that someone was just like, why don't we just get all the fucking tragics in here?
0: And in 2008, dude, 2007, you could still absolutely do that. You could still absolutely just be like, it would be so sick to get these people who <laughs> came to audition with a handler. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: because they always the, did have a handler. The, dude. Yeah, dude. They're always just like, here's fucking, here's fucking, uh, here's Barry, he's 34. And he's like, he's got his, he's got his mum with him. And yeah, the, dude. And the they were like, like yeah. 26
0: years old and they would come, their family would take them there.
1: Yeah. And they're like, we actually do think that he is pretty talented. Like he, he always sings for us at home and then like it cuts to them at home, just
0: like singing for their parents. And it's,
1: it's a fucking nightmare, dude.
0: Yeah, dude. Also, I remember there was this one chick who would like s- squeal when she sang. And they, they were like, oh, she loves singing. And then there was, she goes out on the trampoline and sings. And she's just jumping up and down on her trampoline, singing, but like squeal singing. And then <laughs> part of that was like, yeah, the neighbors often come out and tell her to Shut stop her up. and fucking go inside.
1: Dude, that's like, I swear to God, autism was discovered uh. in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. They were just like, oh, he's a bit funny. Yeah. They're a like, bit funny, dude. And like, how many kids do like looking back at primary school and high school? How many kids were actually on the spectrum that would just lurk and they were undiagnosed,
0: <laughs> dude? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like, I was absolutely like, I have ADHD, dude, and I've been. I would just, I was just in school, just r- fucking raw dogging school. Yeah, and they were just like, oh, I think Taylor's just a bad kid, <laughs> dude. I was the same.
1: Like, if you get you, you've got to capture my imagination, otherwise, I'm fucking done, bro. I'll just sit there and draw dicks in textbooks.
0: Absolutely, dude. And even if you do capture my imagination, you'll you'll get six weeks and that's it. Yeah. I'll hyper fixate on something for like six weeks and then one day I'll wake up and be like, nah, that's actually fucking shit. Yeah, fuck this noise. I don't want to do this anymore. Remember when Superbad came out? And yes, dude. <laughs> still one of the greatest comedies ever made.
1: Fucking so good. <laughs> it's just like, I just sit around, I don't know what it was. I just sit around all day drawing pictures of dicks.
0: What do you mean like a dick? Like a man dick? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then it flicks through the book and you just see like this big veiny triumphant bastard to quote them. And the level of detail in these dick drawings was just off the charts. So
0: good, dude. And it's like, they even made me stop eating dick-shaped foods. <laughs> do you know how many foods are shaped like dicks? The, the best, best kinds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, at like, at, at my uh, school, people used to just draw like the the standard dick. Yeah, When Superbad came out, it started a movement of just, like, who could draw the most graphic, detailed dick in the textbook. And we had, like, we had to return the textbooks to the library. Mm -hmm. So then, like, it'd eventually go to the next person and they'd always be like, yo, like, if you guys fucking uh, damage these books, you're going to have to pay for it. No one ever had to pay for it. No, not even, not a single
0: dime was spent on all of those things, dude.
1: Because you know why, bro? No one ever has a dream to be a school librarian. librarian. No,
0: I think you sort of fall into it after things don't work out. Yeah. Also kind of like being a teacher. Absolutely. Dude, because I was studying to be a teacher and I worked in schools and the amount of teachers that I talked to were... The, thing, the other thing they tried to do just didn't really pan out so they just decided to be a teacher and now they hate their lives was like at least 60% of them.
1: Dude, and they're all just like, yeah, it's a safe bet. I get to give back to the youth. And they all start with pure intentions. My best friend, his two parents are both teachers. And his dad I love because he just doesn't take shit from anyone and he was just like, he was so over being a teacher. He was yeah. a, he was a PE teacher and he was so over little smart-ass cunts. Like, he'd just roast people.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, you're a fucking king.
0: PE teachers get to sort of be like that. I had one teacher, like, just kind of, like, fuck a kid up one time. Like, this one kid was, like, cracking the shits, and he was, like, this kid. Um, I won't say his name, but he was, like, a he lived in the Ainsley Junkie Flats. Okay. So he's a little fucking – and he was just a piece of shit, too. He was just, like, a shit cunt. And one time he was trying to fight my PE teacher and, like – my PE teacher, like, grabbed him by the arms, like, to, like, stop him. And he just started kicking, like, the PE teacher's shins as hard as he could. So he just, like, grabbed him and, like, stepped his foot, like, through and just threw him over his leg and slammed him onto, like, the gym hard floor. What <laughs> and he was boss. on the ground, like, uh, and, we're, and like, the whole class just started laughing <laughs> at him. Dude. Like, 30 kids in, like, year eight were just, ah, like, just laughing fucking at his kids. cop that cunt. Yeah, dude, his mum was a prostitute. Really? Yeah, dude, definitely.
1: Fuck, dude, and, and would like
0: and would like let dudes like come in to the apartment when he was there and like fuck her. Oh, bro. Yeah, dude, bad situation, bad situation. Felt sorry for him eventually, but then after a well, while, you know, when you feel sorry for someone, but you can only give them so much grace yeah. before you go. Yeah, you know what though? But you're also actually just a cunt. Yeah. Absolutely. You are also just a cunt though. Yeah,
1: you're doing yourself no favours by like being a fucking little rat tail
0: fucking Yeah, like out, I like. understand your life is very hard and actually very tragic, but you're not even trying. Yeah. You're not even trying to not be a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, you know what? So I'm fucking glad your mum gets fucking raw dogged on your lounge room while you're in your be- oh, in dude. your room failing your fucking low-level homework because you're a retard.
1: Yeah, and like... <laughs> dude- <laughs> man, just like... Of all the places to go and fucking get a hooker, like, the Ainsley Flats, for people who who don't live in Canberra, these are like those shitty government orange brick. And you know, like, the orange brick that every government house has? It's like that. It's a community of people that just steal from one another. Needles Mm -hmm. are shared. Carpet is just moldy and
0: fucking... Dude. And they try to, they try to, like jizz it up a little bit, like juice it up a bit, like make it all nice because they're painting it all white like those fucking Greek fucking hillside homes. But then they only do it one time. So after a few <laughs> years, it's all just like faded and crackly go all white using shit. The, it's disgusting. Using
1: the cheapest Dulux paint and only Absolutely. doing one, one layer of it. Man, that would be, imagine like, imagine the post-nut clarity after hooking up P- after paying to fuck a hooker in the Ainsley flat, I
0: think it was usually only people who could only afford her level of hooker. Yeah, it wasn't like dudes with like nice APS jobs who were like EL ones <laughs> coming to cheat on their misses with some fucking heroin addict yeah. prostitute in that fucking junky flat, dude. Um, it might have just been dudes who had lived in the flat. Oh,
1: fuck! What like a- I'll
0: pay you fifty bucks of me ZLink money to. Get a bit of that fucking rotting sneeze.
1: Oh, dude. And her. And like she would have a moot. <laughs> <laughs> Which like I've been thinking about. <laughs> I've been thinking about the different kinds of You know it's of bad vaginas. when you
0: don't use any other adjective. You just yeah. go, she, "She, you know what? She has a moot. <laughs> yeah, because every man listening to this has experienced pussy. Oh yeah. You know, oh, I would hope fucking, so. I would hope you don't so have any fucking low T virgins listening to this podcast. Mate,
1: I've got thirteen people that listen and they're fucking all kings. <laughs> nice dude. <laughs> but like at, like they're the
0: disciples.
1: You've like yeah, the, the the loyal disciples out there, we've we've all like taken off panties and just been amazed at the condition of of some high end designer vagina, lips all tucked in, nice yeah, and Yeah, good fucking, looking
0: ones and you're like, yes, I've like, now Oh it.
1: my god, this is you have a great
0: pussy. You know what? God is real. God is real. I don't know how he designed the, this thing. This pussy right here is proof of intelligent design. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then there's like a moot. Yeah. That's like a poorly packed kebab. Yeah. It's just fucking shit coming out
0: of it. Because you know what, dude? There are pussies and then there are moots. Yeah. Are, they're two different things.
1: And like moots are different colours. To like the rest of the skin They're a different shape It's different Like it's It's literally like a poorly packed kebab It's like <laughs>
0: <laughs> When you unroll your kebab Like someone dropped a ham sandwich Yeah
1: And fucking <laughs> the, the meat's just like Splurged out of your kebab And you're like Oh fuck I gotta try Fucking tuck this back into a Original of kebab of Leftover
0: garlic sauce on it <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Fucking putrid Dude, just before we we're talking about exploiting retards. Now, if for those listeners who are listening, just at one point, just make note of a show on YouTube, a movie on YouTube. It's called Windy City Heat. And Toddy from the Big Sen made us watch some of this last week. You left.
0: Oh, yeah. I want to watch it, dude. How is it, man? It
1: is. I saw the first 15 minutes. It is like. It's one. It's a train wreck. Like you're looking at it, going. It starts off funny, and then you feel sorry for the dude, but then it loops back around to being funny again. Like
0: <laughs> so, Man. basically, it's the hero's journey of a retarded guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and these these like these two comedians basically befriend this guy who's just desperate to be a movie star, and he's he's just missing some screws. And they end up befriending him for eleven years just doing this long con to then eventually film a movie where this guy's the major movie star. And it's all about just how can we continuously keep fucking up and just getting the craziest content out of this guy. It's
0: it's for real bullying. It's actually bullying. <laughs> it's yeah. adult bullying in the
1: entertainment industry. Like and I think the thing that There needs to be more of it. <laughs> I think the sad thing is for the guys who made the movie 11 years ago, before cancel culture, they're like, this will be the greatest comedy that's ever made. And during the process of befriending him and getting his trust and then filming and shooting this thing, they've had to (laughs) release it in the worst time to try release one of these movies. He says one of the best things. uh, So he, he, he plays like a private investigator and he thinks he's the big star of the movie. He's got this one guy who just continuously <laughs> brings him food. He just won't stop bringing him food. He's like, I said, I don't want the fucking food. I don't <laughs> want the food. And, he, and, like, he's talked about, like, how he just wants to be a movie star. And um, Sick. He, he, like, he hates gay people. Sick. And he's just like, yo, like, I've sucked a dick. Like, he says, I've never done anything gay except for one time I let a guy suck my dick who promised me a big role. And then I jerked him off afterwards. But that was one time. It was <laughs> <like> <laughs> it's, it's fucking hilarious, man. I was like, "Oh, this poor cunt." So it's—I uh, recommend watching it. Smoke a spliff or something beforehand, just yeah, really dude. to put yourself in the mood.
0: Imagine if they tried to make that today, and they just released it like in theaters. Dude, honestly, it would—it would do really well. 'Cause people are crying out for something like that, but you wouldn't just never be allowed to do it.
1: Yeah. And I think like they had to f- kind of film it and pay for it independently, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Because like no major company is just like, bro, I'm not putting my name on this.
0: Yeah, I don't think Warner Brothers were gonna green light a production that was just guys making fun of a retarded guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Love on the Spectrum's one of like the biggest shows ever. And torturing it's a, a guy that's clearly on the spectrum. <laughs>
1: Dude, I, yeah. It's it's oh man, it's such a piss take. It's, uh yeah, it's it's a fucking good laugh. Get out
0: there. Give it a crack. Absolutely, dude. I'm fucking psyched to watch it, dude. Poor cunt. I know a couple of people that I'd love to, that I reckon would fall for it.
1: Oh, you like super, uh, what's the word, narcissistic?
0: Yeah, just super narcissistic, absolutely delusional about their own talent and where they're going to go in this business. And I would love to make a feature film oh. about them, oh, making them dude. trying and. Dude, imagine making a... They're... Co- Log their journey, yeah, into superstardom, dude.
1: Yeah, dude. Imagine like, imagine some of the comics we know that you could do that with, <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh, imagine like a couple of dudes in suits like come up to someone and they're just like, you know what, dude, we've seen a lot of comedy in our time. You're it
0: your's actually is the best
1: you're the you're the next superstar in comedy and what we're proposing i
0: know you're not signed and yeah. i know you've literally never headlined anything yeah but i think you are the next louis ck yeah. <laughs>
1: and then just having a camera crew just follow them around it's just like we're going to do your big fucking reveal at a, at like the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It's all leading up to this. We're going to get you an agent and everyone's in on it.
0: On like the big fucking, was it Royal Albert Hall? Yeah. We have like thousands of people in there and just yeah. get them up there and just go, you know what, dude? Oh, You've got a 45 minute set. Dude. And if you're doing well, just go, mate. We're not going to light you. Bruh.
1: Dude, like <laughs> if you had some serious money... Imagine all the advertisement that you could do, like, just huge banners of these people, like, Melbourne International Spend Comedy Festival. Spend
0: tens of thousands of dollars yeah. on, like, Facebook and Instagram ads, so it's just fucking everywhere. They're dude. on
1: the side of buses in Melbourne, like, it's yeah, just, like, yeah.
0: the ad. I want it projected, like, onto the Sydney Opera
1: House. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And then just, like... Just Setting them up there for forty five minutes just to do their biz. They've got ten minutes worth of material. You're like nah,
0: bruh, you got it. Just someone that really only frequents open mics, yeah, and is like never on any paid shows. That just does like the same material
1: for eighteen months. Yeah.
0: Like- <laughs> someone that just like gets angry at the audience when they don't laugh. Yeah, you you're like, you know what? You've it. got the right attitude. We actually, you know what? We see a lot of Kevin Hart in you. <laughs> We want you to be in movies. Look, we know. We want you to start your own fitness influencing yeah. business.
1: <laughs> we know that you see yourself as a comedian. We see you as a global icon.
0: <laughs> we see you as the voice of a generation.
1: Yeah. You know, have you heard of a triple threat? We think you're a quadruple threat. We think you can act, dance, sing,
0: and be a comedian. Oh, dude. I would love to do that. That's like, you know, that Powerball recently? Oh, Dude if I had have won Something like that I would spend most of my life Doing shit like that
1: Bro Imagine how good it would have been To win that Like so it was 160 million or something 160
0: million dude
1: And then it got divided Into like a few people So someone went like Dude, one of those chicks, like, full just put her face out on the internet. She's like, yeah, like, I didn't think that I was going to win, and I told my family, oh, it was a spur-of-the-moment decision, and I won. And they didn't believe me. Well, who's laughing now?
0: Well, everyone that's going to be asking you for money, dude. Bro, how... I would would tell maybe, like, five or six people. Yeah. And then I would just live comfortably. Bro,
1: how good would it be to quit your job in a blaze of glory the minute the money hit your account?
0: I would still work, but I would, like fuck everything up so badly <laughs> like i would just run the department into the fucking ground dude
1: dude i'd probably keep the job <laughs> to see how much i could get away with not doing
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely like when you know that you've got that safety net there are millions of dollars and you're just like how little can i do before they actually just find me just go learn how to surf you're just like
1: surfing every day telling co- telling jokes by night and then just making up shit on your fucking reports. Your Hell houses. yeah,
0: dude. If I had one money, dude, literally all I would do is go to the beach, work out and do stand up. That would be like the only things that I do. I'd buy and houses. eat sick food. I'd eat I'd buy a shit ton of apartments and just rent them out. Yeah.
1: I'd have I'd have there's a few houses for sale here. So yeah. like su- two of them are like side by side. There's four that have uh, that are both side by side. So I'd be knocking one of them motherfuckers down, building like four houses on it and then I'd just have one that I'd just knock down and just turn into a fucking B-Rad's Funhouse. It's just going to be fucking pool
0: table. It's just going to be have, a sports bar. You'd have Bradley p- Bishop's Fantasy Factory. Yeah, dude. You'd have a foam pit.
1: Absolutely. Dude, I'd have everything. I'd have fucking a p- massive pool table, big TVs, fucking
0: jacuzzis. I'd have a go-kart track I'd in the have house. a gopher just for the fuck of
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the mascot. He just hangs out.
0: I'd have... You know what I would have, dude? I'd have one of those slam ball arenas.
1: Oh, dude, how fucking fun would that be? Dude, how
0: sick was slam ball? Oh, dude, I'm surprised no one was like a fucking paraplegic after that. A lot of them got very fucked up. Yeah. There were some people that like got fucked up while they were in the air and like landed on their neck on a trampoline and like really fucked themselves up. You can tell that that was a dude who was just like super stoned as well at the time. Who was just like... <sighs>
1: Man, what happens if like basketball was like NFL? But for white guys that can't play basketball, we just put trampolines in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, my mate and I actually put a couple of trampolines together in a basketball hoop at each end and played slam ball. And it lasted about a couple of days before someone actually got seriously hurt. Yeah.
1: yeah like And
0: we we're just like, you know what, I don't I don't want to play anymore, dude. No, dude. I got fucked up a few times, man.
1: Because like especially these kids you're young and you're stupid and you're like there's nothing better than like shoulder charging your mate. Like at, at school yeah. where they're just like no tackle football boys, you're like, fuck that. And you
0: just drop shoulders into your best friend yeah. and just
1: fuck him up. We had a whole different group of friends that were just our rivals. Like we loved those. So did guys, we. That we're just like, we're versing you in
0: rugby at lunchtime. We always had groups versus each other and yeah. shit. Yeah. And I think too. that's
1: just like healthy for male testosterone because like you're young, you're fucking you're not you don't know what to do with all this testosterone in your body. It's like let's just fuck our friends up yeah. in a game of lunchtime rugby. And when I say fuck them up, it was primarily me just getting fucked up because I
0: didn't hit puberty till year 11. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, getting... I
0: was kind of small too. Oh, I was a little but fucking But I was still, I was pretty in. hard because I'd played, was like playing a lot of football and shit. So, and all of my, like my whole friendship group was just the dudes in my football team. Yeah. And so we just verse another, a group of friends. And like they didn't, none of them played football. Maybe like one of them played football. And then we would just fuck them just up. Just
1: go smoke those guns. We had we had like because at my school rugby was king. So for early on there was like five different teams just in our age group, and uh, everyone wanted to play rugby. So we actually had uh, competitive games with our rival with our rival group of friends. It was it was quite fun. Hey, uh, should we crack another beer? I think so. We're back here, bunch of dogs just had to dig through our beer fridge. I've got a little, uh, for the listeners, I have it, one of those, oh. <laughs> I've got a VB can fridge, so uh, you can't really see what you're doing, you've just got to dig through it, so. Bye. Let's try this fucking thing.
0: Oh,
1: no. Is, oh, it's got a little doggo as their logo as well, so I fuck with that. Fuck, look at that pour that I did. It's almost going to be a shame to drink this thing. Doesn't taste very mango to be honest with you. Oh, I don't mind it. It's good. It tastes nice. Just doesn't yeah, taste very Yeah, it like doesn't taste very It taste like mango. They're lying. Fucking dogs. Fucking dogs. We 1.4. Ta- what were we talking about? Um, Retards at
0: school, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about having groups and fucking up other groups. Dude, yeah. Did, uh, did you ever punch on with other groups? Yeah, we'd, ha- we'd have... We'd have big punch-ons between like, groups. It
1: wasn't necessary punch-ons, but, like, we'd have, like, group brawls. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'd just run at each other and just, like, drop shoulders or, like, pick someone up and tackle them. Never throwing fisties.
0: We had a couple of fisties, dude. Did ya? We'd have, like, one dude feud with another dude from another group. Yeah. And then it was kind of, like, one-in-all-in. And, like, they would fight... And everyone would be like standing around and then some one of them would start getting the upper hand and then the boys would just jump in. <laughs> We've seen enough. We had, uh, remember one of the last times you were on. The <laughs> and then that bloke would never hear the end of it from his crew. Oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> remember one of the last times you were on the pod? Yeah. I was telling you about Nick and Tom, the friends that were in year 11 that put the fish up in the roof. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. All right, so these cunts were the funniest cunts at school. Um... And they started this thing called Wedgie Wars. And, right. dude, they were relentless. And I remember, like, it, you'd panic, like, going into lunch because it's just like it started. So I think we were in year 10. Nick and Tom were in year 11. They'd start Wedgie Wars. And they it was just like, it wasn't like, let's give this guy a wedgie and that's it. It was, let's give him a wedgie to the point where his underpants break and just rip his undies off, oh my and god! And then just hold it like it's a trophy. Oh my <laughs> and, god, dude! And the like, their boys were just like a pack of wild dogs that were doing it to like other year 11s. And then they're like, wait a minute, we can pick on younger kids and do this. Yep, I've never been more terrified of just like watching, like at all times, like at the on the oval at lunch, it's like where the fuck are these cunts? Because I know <laughs> that during the time of Wedgie Wars, that that shit could get very yeah, real,
0: dude. Honestly, getting. A fucking sick wedgie going on someone is one of the best <laughs> feelings, dude. Like, getting a good... Like, if you if you hook under and then you pull them up and you reach down and grab again and you got, like, the two sides on the sides of your hands and you've just got the middle bit and you're yanking up, dude. Dude, oh. it's fucking euphoric, dude, when you absolutely nail someone the sick wedgie, dude. I had an older cousin and he said that... Um, so,
1: at my school, there was, like, two change rooms, so pretty sure like year 10, 11 and 12 or just 10 or just 11 and 12 senior boys got changed in one change group and all the junior boys like 7 through to 9 got changed in the other group
0: in the Ooh. other change
1: change room but there was a door that led from one to the other so in amongst these change rooms you've got like all the bag hooks and then you've got like benches and shit and my cousin was saying on like the first day when he was in year 7 Fucking the door just got kicked open and like just a gang of fucking senior boys just like Ooh. ran in and one of them, like one of the kids got like, he was like mid getting dressed so he's just had his pants off, got like pushed on the ground, <laughs> had his <laughs> pants on his ankles, they pulled his pants off and then just picked him up and then hung him off a bag hook by his underwear and then his <laughs> <laughs> underwear oh. split and really- <laughs> That's like out of a movie, bro. Can you imagine? Like you're 12, and it's your first day at high school, and you've had like you know primary schools or lovey dovey. You're friends with everyone. You're finger painting. You're having a good time. You've barely got a concept of what mathematics is, and then you get to year fucking seven, and your first day at PE. You're like, yeah, I love a bit of PE, and you got to get changed amongst 40 other kids you don't know. Then next minute, the door fucking kicks open. And men, because remember how old like kids looked like. like I went to a private school. Oh, so yeah, for saw, sure. Like I remember looking at like the blue shirt boys. Like they were fucking men. Like they had beards and shit. I remember
0: in ACT you only go seven to ten, and I remember being in year seven and looking at year tens and yeah. being like, "Oh my god, that guy's a fucking that guy has a mortgage." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude. Oh, you that guy, them, I'm like holy, and then you look at them now, and they're like 15 year olds. Yeah, like, oh shit, that guy's got a- children. That guy's got a mortgage,
1: and he's also a baby daddy to that one of those chicks with 11 kids.
0: Yeah, absolutely, dude. Dude, did you ever? We used to do this thing at school. They were called bogan bombs, <laughs> and that would be like you would get a ziploc bag. And everyone in your group would have like a juice box or a chocolate milk or whatever, and you would just oh pour a little God. bit in there. And then you would put a bit of sandwich in there, some fruit peels in there. Like you'd squeeze the meat out of a, like a meat pie into it and yeah, like all this stuff. And then you would zip it up until there was maybe like a couple of centimeters open. Yeah. Okay. And then you would just lob it at another group of kids and it would just hit the ground and go, boom, and like squeeze because you would fill it up, yeah, until you couldn't zip put it like put any more in, and then you would zip it up, leave maybe a couple centimeters unzipped, and then you would throw it, and it would just go, boom, and it would blow up.
1: Big old Bergen bomb.
0: And we used to fucking we had like tennis courts and basketball courts, and then we had tennis courts at the bottom, basketball courts up the top, and they was like maybe like two like a maybe like a meter and a half upwards like a brick wall and then you'd have to go upstairs to go to the basketball courts and the tennis courts are down the bottom dude so we would like we sit at the, the perfect. We had the high base. ground, dude. We oh had the high God. ground, <laughs> and we'll go in the and we'll just lob them over the fence into the tennis courts, and we'll just go, boom, and just like fucking blow up on people. Fuck!
1: Dude. I used to love hurling shit. It was the best. Who's hurling
0: shit? It was the fucking funny shit, dude. Until we got hit with a bogan bomb.
1: Oh no! Until
0: we got hit. But I actually got in my first high school fight because of a bogan bomb that I threw. Oh really? I threw one over into the tennis courts, dude, and it just landed right at people. These kids were. You know how they'll just sit in a circle? Yeah. they would, and it landed right in the middle of the circle, dude. Boom. got wow. everybody. And then this kid came up and he called me fat.
1: And then it was on. And then he
0: called me fat, dude, and I was like, come and say it to my face, dude. And then he actually came and said to my And he came up and said it to my face. Dude. And then when he said it right in my face, I was like, I now I have to do something because I'm a <laughs> pussy. And then I punched him. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say, <laughs> And then we got in a fight. I was gonna say, if if you throw out the line, come say it to my face and someone doubles down and, and says it to your face, you've backed yourself into a corner. Yeah, you
0: have to, dude. You it's can't like, then be like... I might get my ass you kicked. You are. <laughs> yeah, I might get my ass kicked, but I'm going to have to do this. I remember... And uh, he was in my football team too. And that afternoon, we had to go to football training together. Oh,
1: was it all good, but? No, you know, was, it was, it was
0: awkward imp- for a couple months. Oh, okay. And then, and then I think he did something very sick in a game of football and I ran over and like rubbed his head and said, good job. And then we'll pretty much make that. Again.
1: I remember. Um, so we've spoke about like wild things that used to happen on the bus, on the bus that I used to catch. Did I ever tell you about the fart, like fart bombs? Remember when fart bombs were a thing? Mm-hmm. Dude, we had, uh, we had a bunch of these fart bombs and I think it was with Nick again, like the older guy. He was like, bro, you got to check out these things. <clears throat> They're called fart bombs. Ooh! And, like, if you haven't seen it, you basically – it's like a little package mm-hmm. and you push this, like, thing and it just – it has sulfur and something else in there and it reacts with it. The bag expands, eventually pops, and then it smells like
0: ass. It's the worst smell, dude. There was this pub- – It's so there disgusting.
1: There was this public school chick and um, – she was just like, oh, fucking you boys, you fucking bunch of fuckwits. And basically, like, we were separated. So it was just like, because we got on the bus first, we had, like, our certain spot. But at some point, she just, like, moved up and had, like, taken one of the seats and then was just sitting there and had the audacity just to rag on us and, like, was just hating on, hating on everyone. And one of the boys was like, man, we can't have that.
0: Mm, no, you can't. You're allowed to expect it.
1: And he's just like... I've got a fart bomb. I'm going to get her. So he <clears throat> hit the fart bomb, threw it at her. It's expanded, but she knew what it was. Bats it back. And then like midair, he just douche returned serve and then landed on a lap and went and <laughs> popped. And like the smell was horrific. Like we were opening like the windows trying to get the smell out, but it was just like, it was just such a moral victory for us.
0: Then. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, my mate had him. And one time, he put it in the bag of the girl who would meow meow like a cat.
1: (laughs) You know how he said undiagnosed autism.
0: Yeah, remember, remember when girls would just meow like a cat around and would like hiss at you and shit? They were just, they just were autistic. Yeah, they just had autism, dude. And one time, my mate like popped, like cracked it. It expanded. He walked over, put it in her bag, zipped it up, and just walked away. And we had to go. Oh,
1: dude, that reminds me. Of and those.
0: then at the end of the day, like at the end of the class, I should say, she comes over to uh, put her um book and her pencil and shit, like, and her pen, I should say, back into her bag after her class. Opens it up, dude. <laughs> right up in her face, dude. And she was like, <laughs> 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 try, <That's right. laughs> And everyone was like, Oh, what the fuck? And we just fucking lost our shit, dude. He, I think he got fucking, he got like, I think it was in-school suspension for it, dude, because it just wrecked the whole class, dude. They couldn't use the class until, like, after lunch.
1: Just had to fucking air it out. Dude, there was this kid at our school called Daniel who was in my year and he was a bit of a weird emo kid. And at one point, his locker smelt horrendous. And we're like, what the fuck is going on, cunt? Like, you you stink. And he's like, it's not me. It's not me. And then we catch the bus with him. And it's like, bro, you stink. And he's like... (laughs) And he's like, no, I swear to God, it's not me. And it's like, bro, it's fucking you cunt. And eventually we had to do like at the end of semester or end of the year, you clean out your bag and and your locker. And we had huge like backpacks to fit all books and shit in. This cunt had like a bottle of move.
0: No that had dude, just sat no. that
1: it which is flavoured milk for our international listeners, which just sat in his bag and it just rotted and smelt. Oh. And like it smells like vomit, like that type yeah. of milk smells. like Because it's vomit. just
0: full of additives and preservatives, dude.
1: It's full of everything that dreadlocked dreadlock chick is sprayed off. Yeah, man. absolutely. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was fucking. Yeah, dude, that's
1: true. He smelled so bad. I was like, "Can't you can't be on the fucking bus, man? We no, have,
0: you do, you fucking can't, dude. Man, dude, how funny was it when kids just fucking stacked, dude?" Kids would just stink and they'll just be a guy that you knew or a chick that you knew and they fucking reeked <laughs> all the time. Dude. And you would dude. just say that was stinky and shit <laughs> and that would fucking, you know, their fucking, their school experience was bad, but it doesn't matter because yours was good. And you would just be like, you fucking smell. Yeah,
1: yeah. And like, there's nothing worse than just a stinky person who's oblivious to how bad they smell. Mm. Or you
0: fucking make fun of them about it all the time and they never fix it. Yeah.
1: And it's and then you and then it and then you figure out that their mum's a hooker who lives in the Ainsley Flats. <laughs> <dude. laughs> Bro, we got into a phase of like what we'd call flooding lockers, and um, some of the boys that were in a house called Patrick House. Uh, shout out to the Patrick House boys, Patty House Pride. They used to call it Green and Yellow. The one house that if I wasn't in the house
0: that I was in, all my mates were in that house, and I was like, "Fuck, dude." Sorry to cut you off, Ben, but my, I was never. In a house of my friends. Every school I went to, I was in the house where I had, like, no friends in it. And I just had – you had to sit in your houses. Yeah. I had just, every sports carnival, swimming or athletics, I just had to fucking pretty much sit by myself, dude. I fucking hated it.
1: There was mad cunts in my house. Like, I still love them. like But I was like, this is literally my group of friends We're in patty House. And they just got into just flooding lockers. So, basically, what you do is the lockers at my school – were basically like these wooden lockers and you could pull the door of the locker a bit, but then the padlock on the lock stopped it. So you could crack it a tiny bit and then they'd just get drink bottles and just (laughs) squirt water (laughs) all through it. And they fucked up one of my mates lockers so bad. And he's like, my locker got flooded and he's like, fuck these cunts. I'm going to get them back. So he went down to the canteen and when you bought meat pies and shit, we had, these huge bottles of tomato sauce. Ooh. He grabbed a bottle of tomato sauce because he knew who flooded his locker and then snuck off at lunchtime and just fucking opened like that tiny crack and got the nozzle of the sauce bottle in yeah. there and emptied the entire sauce <laughs> bottle in this guy's fucking locker. So all these books, his fucking blazer, his fucking bag, everything just got fucking sourced. It was hilarious. Damn,
0: dude. Did you ever fucking blow up deodorant cans at school?
1: Oh, yeah, man. And, like, fucking get the flame, can- like, you get the flame and just...
0: Yeah, yeah. We, to you know how people? you'd, like, knock this, the top off and then you would smack it on the ground and it would start, like, and you would just light it and it would be like... And then you would just throw it somewhere. Yes. And then, and then you would, it would be like... And it would, you would just wait for fucking ages. Dude. And then you'd just go... And then out of nowhere, would go...
1: Boom! When you were talking about a deodorant can, it just made me think, again, of... The um the PE change rooms I remember some senior boys Like bum rushed the, the juniors change room again And one of them had bro Do you remember Brute deodorant? Yeah Alright so he had a can of Brute They fucking grabbed a victim Who was like mid getting changed Pinned him down This kid's in his underwear And they rip his fucking school shirt off And then his belly button They frosted his belly button Oh <laughs> Dude, fuck. I was like, man, the fuck. I was just sitting in the corner like, damn, son. I'm
0: so (laughs) sorry. Remember when you got fucking frosted hard and it would would hurt for like three weeks? Oh,
1: dude, imagine you... Belly button getting and you're always
0: moving, yeah. It all it never is set. It's like when you you know, when you like take a chunk out of your kneecap, yeah, and there's a scab on it, and it takes like half a year to heal because you're always moving it.
1: I used to, oh, that would fucking kill when I used to play Oztag. I used to have fucking knees like that fucking whore in fucking Ainsley Flats, bro, because like I just have scabs because. I'm not super quick. So if someone burned me, I'd have to make a dive tag, but I was good at my dive tag. So if they got on the outside, it was all right. But the knees are the first thing that would hit the ground. And yeah. I would, like, in summer, dude, I'd just have whore knees. And those scabs just were on there for literally six months of the year, just on fucking one or both knees, just have bark missing off of me. Yeah. <laughs> it sucked. yeah. It fucking sucked, dude.
0: Oh, dude. Fucking hell. We used to, like, um... You would like get like chocolate move or like a dare ice coffee and you would put like you would put heaps of paper in it. So it like soaks it, soaks like up the paper, <laughs> right? What? You would like soak up the paper. So it's like just full of dare or whatever. And then you would put that paper in a book, like in someone's book and you would close it and like put it back in their bag when they weren't looking or like put it in their locker or something and it yeah. would dry. Yeah. And okay. like when they would go to open the books, it stunk. Yeah. And then it would also like <laughs> rip all the pages that they already had. <laughs> and you would like layer it. You'd like put one in, then fold a real paper, put one in, fold it. And you would just, they would try and open it and it would be like, and it would just rip their fucking workbook, dude.
1: Dude, that's fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, dude. It was fucking the best. Dude, fucking with people in school was actually the fucking sickest shit. Because you
1: can't do it anymore. No. But like, you- well, you can't do it in like your workplace. You can't be like, there's fucking Brian. I hate this cunt. I'm going to fucking move. I'm going to, like, get fucking dare ice coffee papers and fucking
0: put it in his diary. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. You absolutely can't do that, dude, because you'd get fired. You'd get fired. You, all you could get dude, was a detention or something if, when you were young. If
1: you won the fucking, if
0: you won the fucking
1: Powerball, oh, bro, yeah. just go on a streak where you just fuck with your co-workers
0: until I'd be eventually get fired. I'd be putting fart bombs down the back of people's shirts and shit in the
1: office. Just <laughs> fart bombing, like, your fucking director's fucking office. Oh, man, I need a piss. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. It'll be a uh, shorter episode this week because we're going to see Jax Barrett.
0: We are.
1: The fucking man. Bro, do you want to hear a funny story about Jax? Yeah. Um. So I did a showcase with him a few months ago, and this is the good thing and the bad thing about comedy, where I don't watch much comedy. I watch some of the big dogs, but not Many local people So if I'm performing with an act Chances are I don't know who they are Nice Which is so bad right Nah And um Jax and I are sitting uh, Near the toilets Or just chilling Near the toilets at um, The Newcastle Comedy Club And uh He's just like Hey man are you Going in there to use the shitter I was like no I need to take a piss But it's full And he's like, okay, sweet, fair enough. He's like, man, because I need to go to the bathroom. I was like, all right, man, all good. Meanwhile, shout-out to old mate Bentley. Ethan Bentley walks out after just destroying the toilet, right? There's another dude pissing in, like, the first urinal that you see. Yeah. So I say to Jax, I'm like, go ahead, buddy, do your thing. So Jax goes in, starts going to the toilet, and then I walk in, I, I start pissing to the urinal right next to the toilet. And for whatever reason, in my brain, I'm just like, ah, so did Ethan leave the toilet nice and warm for you? (laughs) 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 I'm just talking to a man while taking a shit. And I was like, I've never done this before. And, like, you never get a first impression back.
0: No, look, honestly, sometimes you get caught doing, you catch yourself doing something like that to someone that, you want them to think highly of you because yeah. they're in the same profession as you. They're doing what you really want to do. They're touring around. They're pretty much only living off stand up, and they're they're fucking good. Yeah. And you want to fucking do. And you end up saying something, dude. When I had my artist pass, and I was going into like the com- the art like the acts only after parties and shit in the Melbourne Comedy Festival, dude. Oh, buddy, I, I was getting on the sauce fucking hard then, dude. Absolutely, I was getting fucking frobbed out. Almost every night, dude, and I fucking have memories of me saying the fucking gayest shit. I'm talking like international headliners.
1: What? What? Give us an example. Asking them if
0: they want to come and have breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> like we, like bro, we should go and have breakfast and like
1: hang out and be mad and
0: like exchange, bro. I art, uh, bro.
1: Who did you ask? Dude. Dude,
0: do you want to hear something very fucked up? Yeah. Who did you ask to have breakfast? Dude, I asked Damian Power.
1: To go have breakfast?
0: If he wanted if he could look over my notes and give me tips.
1: Oh no. What did he say?
0: I think I can't remember. What, I, I think he was like, Yeah, man, sounds good. And then I never Saw him again Damn And I never I didn't message him either Cause I woke up in the morning And I was like I literally I woke up And I remembered And I rolled over And put my face in my pillow And just went No
1: just Fuck Anxiety I love Damien Power as well His Dude life. he's
0: the fucking funniest
1: dude He's one of my favourite acts Like He is someone that I wanna Like he's someone I wanna share the stage with
0: I For asked sure. Ed Knight If he wanted to have breakfast With me the next morning
1: Oh no What did Ed say
0: He was like, yeah, bro, sounds, like, they all just say, yeah, man, sounds good, because they know it'll never happen. Because you know when you fuck, how many, like, just, just fucking 0% chance it's ever going to happen when you meet someone out, or whatever, you see someone, you're like, yeah, man, we'll hang out, we'll go have a beer or something, it never happens. It's like when you
1: meet someone when you're off your head at a festival, and it's like, you're actually a man, we should be friends. Absolutely. Yeah, we should be friends, we should fucking hang out, (laughs) we should do things with one another. Oh, brah. It's like it's like when a random gets invited to the kick-on, but then actually comes to the kick-on, and then it gets like, four in the morning, and someone's like, who's that cunt? And you're like, oh, man, I don't, I don't know With Yeah, like
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we met in Mr. Wolf, <laughs> and I thought he was fucking sick, yeah. and now that we've been talking to him for the two hours, he's actually one of the gayest cunts I've yeah, ever met this in my life. I'm ha- sorry that I ruined the kick-ons for everyone by bringing this fucking idiot. Yeah,
1: this guy might have fucking some form of psychosis. So, as you know, we like to do a little bit of a roast each and every episode. Yeah. So let's do this. The Sunday Roast And sh- once again, shout out to the gentleman I stole that from on
0: YouTube. Hell yeah, dude.
1: If he ever wants to get in touch, we can uh I'll, I'll pay for you to record that live, just that bit, so I've got the clip that sounds better, bruh. How about, <laughs> yeah. that?
0: How about that, bruh? Be compensated for your art, dude. Yeah. I'll buy you a six-pack.
1: That's like um, there's – so Bobby Sandu is a, a comic here and he's a really good jiu-jitsu uh, practitioner, I guess you could say, and um, he's he knows a guy who's in the UFC, an Aussie guy, not well, but knows him. And the guy's like, oh, I could learn a thing or two from you about your jujitsu, jitsu And um, so, like, I want to get him on the pod to do a pod with us. And I'm happy to travel and, and go anywhere. But one thing that I want to say to him is just like, hey, dude, like, Taito Ivasa is the king of just walking out to just random bangers. Mm. And as an Australian fighter, I just hope that I can tee this up with the guy and just be like, bro, can you please just come out to your next UFC fight to this?
0: <laughs> Dude, that would be fucking... And imagine if you come out to this and it's funny and then you just kick the shit out of someone. Dude, it'd be the best.
1: But like, I'd want him to pay like the fucking voiceover guy <laughs> from BB. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you can get it grounded. You can get
0: it pounding. You can get it any old how. (laughs) Yeah. Matter of fact, I've got it now. You can get a knockout. You can get a submission. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that will be fucking sick. You can get it thumping. You can get it pumping.
1: Dude, it'd be fucking hectic. But anyway, back to the Sunday roast. So we've got two Australian sports teams that kind of need to check themselves a little bit. Yeah, they need to pull their fucking head in, mate. Because we've said... For many of the year, Mm -hmm. that sports and politics don't mix like two chicks, no dicks.
0: Yes, dude.
1: Right? So, if you've got a politically charged agenda and your fucking job is to throw a ball in a hoop, shut up, bruh.
0: We Mm. learnt this with LeBron James. kick a ball around and pretend you're injured. Yeah. Wrap it up. Yeah.
1: LeBron James tried to give a little bit of heat about... The things that were happening in China. In the
0: CCP. Dude, one China. There's only one China. There's only that. one China. Remember, There's only one China here on the Sunday service, all right?
1: There's only one, right? And then China was basically like, shut up, cunt. And he then, you know, retorted his comments. Is that the word that I'm looking for? Retorted? He, he went Retracted. Back, retracted. Yeah, not retort, I think a
0: retort dude. is like an answer.
1: I feel like an absolute retort saying that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Completely, <laughs> honestly. But that's what happens when you get on the beers in the service, bruh. Absolutely, dude. Same with John Cena. Remember when John Cena had to fucking apologize in Mandarin, dude? Yeah. Dude. He had to learn Mandarin to say sorry
1: to the Communist Party of China. Hell yeah, dude. And that's, that's a power. Flex.
0: That's a flex. When you can make a guy that pretend fights for a living... Apologise to you in their language. That's actually a a sick W. It's a big time flex. So, the two
1: sporting teams that we're talking about are the Socceroos in particular. Um, look what what are they saying? That they they're complaining about. The they're
0: complaining about the fucking human rights violations when it comes to the Qatar World Cup about how there's how they're building all the stadiums, using immigrant workers, so you're not paying them anything. And like so many people are dying. Like I think like actually even in 2021, I think like 50 people died on each one of the stadiums they were working in. And they're, you know, trying to bring light to all of the atrocities and all that type of shit and how it's bad and that they they need to fucking improve that area and stuff like that and how the World Cup is basically built on the deaths of immigrant workers, um, but then still going. Yeah, still being like... But, but then we'll, still, but, but we, we, we will still go, though. We'll kick
1: their little ball around and we'll pretend to be injured if someone slide tackles us. And basically, if you're the Socceroos, look, no one's cared about you since 2006. Yeah, exactly, dude.
0: We cared about. No give a fuck since Mark Viduca was still playing. <laughs>
1: we cared about you at one point in time, mm-hmm. and now that point in time, like a shooting star, has gone. We yeah. will give a fuck about you if you win the World Cup, but in the meantime, yeah, if you even if you if you make it past
0: the group stages,
1: yeah, if you make it past group stages and into some form of final, then the Australian public will start giving a fuck about you men. Quote-unquote. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Kicking a ball into a fucking net. But until then, don't forget that Qatar is built on trillionaires that have oil money. They don't care about you fucking, what? Do you reckon there's any millionaires in the soccer team? Can you name a single soccer
0: Aaron Moy.
1: So, you, is that the goalie?
0: Nah. Oh, and Matt Ryan is the goalie. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan? So, Two.
1: Matt Ryan is the only sick cunt out of there because he took that cunt's bottle with the notes on it and threw it. Yeah. He's the only sick cunt there, right? The rest of you guys are a bunch of fucking clowns. And, mate, unless you win, you're in the circus. You're a bunch of clowns. But if if I'm putting you in the doghouse, if you win the World Cup, we can put you in the fucking penthouse. Yeah. But, like, realistically, Australia is a country that's built on men. Blue-collared, hard-working blisters on the hand men and we don't fucking kick balls into nets and pretend that we're hurt we fucking we're hurt and we pretend that we're not
0: yeah exactly right dude exactly right and you know what else we also fucking do dude what's that bro we fucking love coal we love love fucking coal we love coal and that brings us to our fucking second yeah a sport that sunday roasty a sport that nobody watches What gives a fuck about?
1: I tell you, the last time I gave a fuck about netball, Taylor Coftrey. When was that? All right, the time I cared about netball was when I was fifteen years old. Yeah, there used to be a girl that I dated, dude, and I loved her dearly. I still hold her in high regard as a great human being, and I wish her nothing but the happiness in in her future endeavors. Right? I cared about netball for probably six months when they had a netball competition that was close to my house and I was in love with a girl and would go down and, you know, pretend to kind of watch a That's bit of netball.
0: fucking hilarious that you're saying that, dude, because my girlfriend when I was in year 11, she was like – she was in the junior Canberra Comets and she ended up actually playing for Australian under-18s in netball and basketball. And I did the exact same thing, dude. I only cared about it when I was – Get my dick sucked by another chick who was playing fucking netball, dude. And I would go there and I'd sit there and fucking cheer and pretend that I actually thought this sport was worth anything.
1: Yeah, that's the only time that men, Australian men, care about netball. And uh, shout out to Australian men who are commentating on netball. Like, dude, tell me, what's it like commentating on a sport that no one watches? And more importantly, what's it like to watch your wife get fucked by another man? Dude, there ain't a man worth his salt Nah, who's just like, oh, I'll tell you what mate, Nah, the Opal's got a big game this weekend We need to check it out Oh mate,
0: she might actually be one of the best wing attacks in this competition right now She is in a rich vein of form She is scoring up to four points a game <laughs> <laughs> We've always
1: said that defence wins championships And our wing defence is probably one of the best in the game Fucking she licks moot and she, <laughs> she fucking swats those balls away like
0: a the true The wing defence and the wing attack are actually 69ing each other in the in the locker rooms because they are married. <laughs> it's the only sport in the world that two people can be married and playing in the same representative team because there are approximately... 700 people in the country that are playing this game at this level. So there's not much to choose from.
1: Dude. And so basically what this rant is all about is that the Opals said that they don't want to represent. They don't want to have origin energy as their main major sponsor. They're getting upset because they're basically
0: a bunch of greenies, right? That and also, also like fucking like 50 years ago. The, the person who originally owned the company said something about they want the Indigenous Australians to be sterilised out of existence or something, uh, like however many years ago. And they don't want to be represented by a company that says things like that and also contributes to the, the global environmental crisis or whatever. Not taking into account that Origin actually give them about 15 million dollars per year and without their sponsorship the Australian Opals program is absolutely fucked
1: is obsolete and and <laughs> to to clarify we don't agree with any racist Remarks
0: that were said About these guys But Absolutely not If And that person, guy doesn't even Fucking own the, them anymore Then
1: is he dead Was was this Gina Reinhart's dad or uh, something? Yeah Yeah I think it was Gina Reinhart's dad That had said something And then they were like Hey Gina you should apologise For your dad's remarks And she was just like How about I take Your sponsorship money away And you know
0: Which is very funny To actually just be like that. It's a
1: pretty gangster move But like at the same time As well It's just like Fuck You like Do you want Like do you love your sport Do you want your sport To succeed Obviously, probably, yes. Don't bring politics into sports. And you know what? Like, some old racist cunt that used to own the company said some bad things.
0: But what the fuck does that have to do with the chick who owns it now? Like, just because my dad said something when I was fucking six years old doesn't mean that I have to be like, oh, yeah, I apologize on behalf of my dad, dude. Yeah. You could just be like, yeah, that's fucked up.
1: How do we like, yeah, I don't think you can really truly apologize on behalf of someone anyway without it just coming across as kind of phony. But anyway, basically, look, not to shut up and dribble because there's no dribbling in basketball. I mean, in netball. Wait, let me start this again. There
0: isn't soccer, though, so you know what? Shut the fuck up and Jubilee, and We're allowed to say that because most of the Australian soccer team is white.
1: Yeah, the Australian soccer team, you suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, to the, to the Opal girls, we can understand that you don't want to play for a racist person. He's no longer at the company. If you want your sport to do well, we hope that it does well, and uh, we hope that you can find $15 million sponsorship somewhere else and you can wear something on your jersey that makes you a little bit more proud to play for that jersey and keep netball alive Because like we said After fucking 16, 17 Males don't care about that sport Exactly
0: we We've got to keep netball alive man Because there are a lot of 14, 15, 6 year old dudes out there That are going to pretend they care about it So they can lose their virginity
1: Exactly and right And we
0: can't Shut down the boys chances like that we got to let them have something For them to pretend to care about It's very important To wrap it up Do it for the boys Do it for the fucking boys
1: Alright well, we are drunk and we uh yeah. rambling a little bit. And uh Taylor Coftry, I think it's time that we go get ready to go see the great Jarks Barrett. Hopefully Jax is taking a shit. Hopefully I can make a little bit better conversation with him this time. Thanks for coming on, brother. No worries. thanks for having me, mate. Oh mate, we're gonna get cancelled. Fuck him. Smoke weed every day.
0: Thank you so much. Hope you have a good time.